and welcome to Comic Experience Sci-Fi Podcast number 16. It's April 10th, and I'm here with, I can't believe you said that, Q the Master. Ah, how you guys doing? How you Mark guys Myers, doing? he believes that he said that. How are you doing, Mark? Every day of the week. That's right. And... Doc, the birthday boy on the boards. How you doing today, Denver? Doing well, thanks, right. Brad. We have uh, dual battling reviews for two movies we saw, and hopefully a lot of news. Oh, there's definitely a lot of news. Um, let's get started with Marvel Week, which is coming ah. to Jimmy Kimmel's show uh, oh. starting tomorrow, okay. Monday. And uh, they're going to have uh, one night's going to be all the team Iron Man actors are going to be on. Oh, cool. Then they're going to do, a, a later in the week, they're going to do all the team cap uh, right. actors. And then wedged in between, what I'm really looking forward to is they're going to have Benedict Cumberbatch. For Doctor and, Strange, yeah. And he's going to bring out the very first trailer for Doctor Strange. Oh, cool. So, yeah, that's that'll be pretty uh, exciting, I think. Yeah, because we're, what, three and a half, not quite four weeks away from uh, the release of uh, Civil War. Yes. May 6th. Yeah. May, yeah. yeah. So movie we've we all been know. waiting for. All of us. Every last one of us. All equally. Yes. <laughs> we all knew it was going to be awesome. <laughs> Better than anything else that came out. Could be the best comic book movie of the year. <laughs> you all are jackasses. <laughs> well, well, let's... Right? Perhaps. Let's just take a quick detour. Please. Speaking of that, yeah. is Deadpool the best comic book movie so far of the year. I think so. Okay. So far, yes. It's still <laughs> it's still number 10 pulling in money. Oh after, yeah, it's still I mean, it's still making money. Q, would you give it to I kn- we know you're a super fan of DC and Batman, but do you do you give the advantage to Deadpool? You have reached a voicemail message for <laughs> <laughs> No, um <laughs> Only because I did give Deadpool a 10 out of 10, and I gave Batman vs. Superman a 9. So, yes, Deadpool is still the best superhero movie of the year. Can you say that louder? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to extract. This this audio will be deleted after. (laughs) I was going to say I'm going to extract that little clip and just put it on loop (laughs) on our Twitter and Facebook page. That's okay. That's okay. It'll be an hour-long loop. You got to edit. You got to edit. I'll just keep talking to the point where you have to edit that out. Damn it, I can't keep going without editing that part out. (laughs) All right. um, In other Marvel news, uh, X-Men Apocalypse, they released all of the character posters for the the new movie. I'm still not excited for that. In fact, the um, the movie, the what do they call it? The 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 uh, stand before Yeah, I want to call it the fatheads, the the full size standing thing. When I went to uh, the movies yesterday, it was like there was like a dozen people in the thing. It was gigantic, and there was like little kids sticking their faces in between, having their parents take their pictures of them. It was it was a good looking thing, but you know what? There's at least three generic faces in there. There is nothing about them that is memorable. Even though in one of the movies I saw was probably one of the best apocalypse trailers, which I hadn't seen on the internet yet. Probably one of the best apocalypse trailers. It's like more complete, a little longer. Had a few other things in it. Um, doesn't really explain anymore, but it doesn't make me hate Apocalypse any well, less. Well, there is a good feature that we posted on our Facebook page that does kind of 
go into Apocalypse, his four horsemen, kind of the mo- motivation and okay. rationale behind that. Oh, so okay. I, m- I missed that. I, I was, was a fan already. I was excited for the movie, so this kind of just cemented right. that for me. Right, right. So uh, go I check I just don't like out. what he did. I, the whole go back 20 years when they released the books, and it was like a million books, and it was impossible to they get track of it. know Marvel so. doesn't follow the books. Yeah, well, that's true because you can't put 80 books into a two-hour well, movie. That's true. Even but if you I, wanted to. but I who, still don't like the way he looks. I'm, no, I don't I'm either, and I, I really, I'm, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. I want to see the movie. That's I'm an X-Men fan all the way, but Apocalypse, and I know that's a lot of lips. I don't want to, I really just, I want some, I want him to lose. It's not a pack of lips, it's <laughs> Apocalypse. <laughs> Epoch of lips, E P O C H. I think we're going to get lips. very punny today. Yes, guys. yes, could be. Or is it a box of lips? That's right. Well, let me ask you: Do you guys, do you guys think we're going to be worn out of superhero team battles? Because really, you know, if you think about it, with Batman v Superman, we had two of our favorite heroes going at it. Right. We got Civil War again. Two of our favorite right superheroes going at it, and now with Apocalypse, we've got not necessarily our favor, but we've got Magneto, who we've kind of come to love the the young Magneto, right? And right. his team going against, you know, right. Professor X and his team, it, right? So it's it's. It, I mean, what it's four against eight? Yes, the, yep. in theory. Yeah, but so, they have you know been more given extra power from Apocalypse. I'll tell oh you no, that. I understand. Um, I understand completely. It's just, is it going to be superhero fighting fatigue? Superhero fight club? Um, yeah. I'm kind of I'm wore out from it already, but we can, we can talk about that another time. At this point, I want, I want them to be more creative, and if this is their way of getting to the next stage of creativity, then that's fine. Well, but, for, the, for the X-Men movies, I will say that the trailer looks much grander in scale. Yes. Much more epic, if you will. Right. So I, I will say that. You so know. who's producing it? What's the major company that's producing? Is that Sony? Well, it's always Fox with oh, the X Men okay. movie. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, give me a good old Jane Austen movie with zombies. <laughs> yeah, no. we already had that. Darn it. <laughs> okay. All right. In other superhero movie news, um, there is rumors that Batman versus Superman is going to be re-released in theater. With the R-rated three-hour version. The 30 minutes they cut out and put on the DVD. Yes. So instead of saving it for the home uh, video release, because uh, apparently BVS is having a hard time hitting that billion-dollar mark. I knew it. Um, it. So is this a good idea, bad idea? Q, you're the resident expert. What's your take? I think it's, I mean... It's a good idea, admit it. Yeah, cash spit grab. it out, man. Spit it's, it out. As our friend Chris would say, yeah. it's just a cash grab. Uh, but no, it, I think it's a good idea because yeah. it was some parts in there. Even I There were some that. bad transitions. If it, it was cleans up the transitions, transitions, gives us a little more of what we want. Um, if they show it with, a, with an intermission... Cause no, that won't happen. Three hours, three hours of that nausea. Well, y'all sat through the Titanic. I didn't sit through shit of the Titanic. Thank you very much. No, there won't be an intermission. I can guarantee you that even even if it does wind up hitting the theaters, which right. is, because you can't I think at this I don't point, think number one, you can't bring enough refreshments in for for three hours and, and watch the thing. And you can't 
hold what you've just consumed for the well, rest of the time. You always go to the bathroom during the party. You know, but you don't know when the extra thirty minutes is coming in. And you can always go to the concession stand to buy more refreshments. But you've got to walk out of the theater while the movie's rolling. Well, you can always which means I have to pay another ten bucks to see the fucking movie, and then I have to pay twenty bucks to buy the fucking DVD to see what I fucking missed. Where's my fucking intermission? Well, That's you what I'm talking I thought about. you were dead, Sam Kinison. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not Lewis Black, bucks actually. Thank anything. you. Yes. If, you I, if I was going, ow, 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 ow! That's Sam Kinison. <laughs> Edit. We're editing. <laughs> Wait. In my words of Denver, stay on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay. So I think it's a good idea, but I have conditions. Yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan, but I, I enjoyed the movie enough that I would definitely go back and see it again with an extra 30 minutes and with that R rating. So let me ask you this then. If you go back to see the extra 30 minutes, are you still going to buy it on DVD? If it's good. If those 30 minutes fill in all the gaps and and kind of resolve the problems that I had with it, then, yeah, I probably would. But I didn't buy, you know, Man of Steel on Blu-ray. And to be honest... I think I only have the Dark Knight of the Nolan Batmans. I don't even have all of those. So, right. so this is actually a, this is a do or die for them, which they could re- spend the money, re-edit, re-release, and lose all the DVD sales because everybody who goes to see the extra That's long movie saying. won't buy the DVD. Well, I think the die. I think there's enough diehard fans of Batman and Superman. Oh yeah, that they'll, they'll, still, they'll buy it on principle. Yeah, but still maybe be- not the Blu-ray. Uh. No, Most people nowadays buy fish. Blu-ray. And, I don't think anybody really does. And maybe really they does. won't put every deleted scene in the new movie, in the new version. Maybe they'll leave a lot of stuff out that they figured it wouldn't help the movie right. in terms of... Well, hell, think of all the actors that we all know that were supposed to be, be in the movie. Right. Yeah. There's right. a lot of deleted stuff that right. they left on yeah, the cover. where the hell is Rich Rollins? He died. He died in the explosion. In the explosion. Oh, wasn't he in the movie like before that, though? No, no, oh. he was in the movie. He was the only actor that we know that actually made the cut. I missed him. <laughs> well, he was in the back. We, we, we have to do the podcast earlier for him to be able to make it because he has other work that he prohibits him from oh, being here. Oh, he's delivering pizzas. Right. All right, wow. with faith. <laughs> that goes right up there with that mason jar. Okay, in non comic book news. wallets in the mason jar at this stage. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you do guys you guys know that I do edit out all I know you references, do. <laughs> so no one is going to know what the hell you're talking about. No wonder I haven't been punched in the face yet. <laughs> all right. Let's let's talk about things that people actually yeah. would have heard yeah. of. Okay. Um the Blade Runner two, the oh. sequel, has mm. a uh, a new cast member. It was confirmed oh, yeah. that Dave Bautista Oh. Would be joining uh, Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling, and who's the female lead in that? I'm not um, really sure who they got for that. Somebody good, and I'm dr- oh, I, isn't it uh, uh, from House of Cards? The wife, drawing uh, a blank. Oh, Robin Wright. Yes, I think she's uh, hmm. the female right. lead in that. Hmm. Um, so Dave Bautista from Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, uh, man with the iron fist. Yeah, Mr. so oh, Mr. Jinx and Spectre. Yeah, so hopefully, yeah. Uh, hopefully he's not playing a villain. I'm assuming he's going to be the villain. He's but got, he's, there's rumors he's, he's playing villain. like the same kind of character that like B- Brian James James played oh, okay. in the first movie, a replicant, strong arm. Yeah, kinda. gotcha. The goon. Here, goon. Yeah, the goon. Okay. I mean that's 
his, let's just be honest. His acting chops are not all there. Although yeah. he was great in Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, and what did he say in Guardians of the Galaxy? My vengeance is coming. Pretty much the whole damn movie. But it was a good performance. You can't <laughs> deny him that. Yeah. I didn't say it wasn't. I just I mean, said. in the casting, because he had that great embedded tattoo, was, was totally right. Pretty much. That was it. Yeah, that was a great Marvel movie. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Can't wait for the sequel. Okay, we have some sad news. Eric Bowersfield from uh, Star Wars, oh, who played right, Admiral Akbar. Yeah. Yeah. It's a trap! He died at the age of 93, so I guess you can't be too sad. That was a nice long Concentrate life. on fire on that Super Star Destroyer! <laughs> but you know what's funny? I, I've seen like three or four pictures of the Admiral and him. They look alike, don't they? They do! They look alike! <laughs> I just, I, I thought that was the only one. I thought I was the only one. That they, they look alike. I'm sorry. Well, what I found was interesting was that was such a small role in the Star Wars movies, yeah. yet... He's one of the most widely made such an impact. known. It made an impact because it, sure it was a trap. Was. <laughs> he was a talking fish. And he was a talking <laughs> fish. A lobster. He's a talking lobster. And whatever he was talking. station sea creature. It looked like they shrunk a Godzilla monster and put a spacesuit on him. <laughs> one of those Ultraman ones. Remember the ones? Oh my god! <laughs> and he said, "It's a trap." <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think what it was was it was this epic scene, and the first thing you seen was this crab that said, "It's a trap, Zoidberg." I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no one has ever said it's a trap better than Admiral Ackbar. No, you go to another movie and they somebody say it's a trap, you say, "I think Admiral Ackbar would have said that." Better. And he was my first. Return of the Jedi action figure that I ever bought. From See? the Return of the Jedi movie, he was my first one. Because it they, was a trap. Because they made too many of them, and they were available at every store. No one wanted Admiral Akbar. The hardest one to get was the Lando Calrissian Jabba's Palace uh, oh, uh, with skiff, the mask the and the helmet. Uniform. That was the hardest action figure to get in the summer of 1983. I think all the beer drinkers brought that one. It came available with the coat for the malt liquor. You buy six cans of coat for the Lando figure was available in the regular packages, but it was like the heart. I, I had to wait till like the end of the summer. Me and my friend Dennis, we were we were collecting the action figures. You missed the joke. He was trying to make a Colt forty five joke. You totally <laughs> one track minded it. All right, uh, Brad. I'm sorry. I thought Nick was the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. <laughs> I was on a roll. That's not hard to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, what we, the, the Joe Piscopo Bud Light commercial. Was there I'm sesame on a roll on that roll? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Stay on target. Thank you. Stay Loosen on. up. <laughs> All right, Brad. Uh, Powerpuff up. Girls return this week. Did you watch any of the episodes? I don't have cable. Oh, you oh, didn't yes. go online? Nothing. You're you a slacker. There's slacker. A, there's a place you can watch for free. CartoonNetwork.com. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. No, you got to oh, put in your cable no. number for that. I totally suck. Yes, you yes, you do. Well, I did watch them. You watched I wa- the Powerpuff Girls? I watched Girls? them with the, my kids. The problem is I never watched the original Powerpuff okay. Girls, mm-hmm. so I have no way to compare as far as the whether new, or not yeah. How many episodes were, were you able to see? Uh, they came I, on all week. Yeah, so there was a new episode each hey, night each day. and was two there, on uh, Monday. Was there one with um, Mojo Jojo? Is that like the monkey That's looking? That's the monkey. Yes. The monkey, more judge. And then there was the, there was the professor <laughs> yep, was right. in there. Yeah. 
And then they had some roller derby. Yeah. Kind of, they, they were did they frenemies. Have, did the they Roddy Rough Boys. Giant, um, they always had some giant Lots of monsters. squid yep. Uh, yep. with one or two eyes, a goofy teeth-filled mouth. Oh, and then the double-edged Or a third grader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always went through and destroyed town, and they had to beat it up. And the town of Townsville. And, yes, the town of Townsville. So, yeah, it was... It was Having never seen it before, it was bright, colorful, fun, yes. action-packed, unlike the Teen Titans Go, that which my kids love. Right. This was an actual kids superhero show. They were right. actually had adventures and fighting and, right. you know. Uh, well, the, I think the only difference is they were created by the professor from literally Sugar Spice and Everything Nice. Literally. Oh, and, 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 chemical, and chemical X. I chemical was just X. getting to that. Um, and that's actually Mojo was yeah. was created the same way. I see. Um, but in, in in their universe, I think they are they are unique, and I think that the more episodes there are, the better. Even if I didn't see any, I know that I would have really enjoyed. Oh, poor poor Mark has fallen asleep because of the boredom. Because the we're talking about a kids show. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I, I, I don't think. Right, it's got and a little honestly, Sergeant Schultz on us. I know nothing. I've seen nothing. It might. I don't think it's gonna make it. What do you mean? I don't think Didn't they already make all well, the my episodes? K- my kids were I don't not. Think make it. Clamoring like when Teen no. Titans Go oh, comes on, they were like, "I gotta okay. watch another one," and they'll watch the same episodes over yeah. and over. Right. Whereas my kids, they watched it. I think they enjoyed it, but they weren't it addicted to yeah. it. You know, oh, it's oh. more so. of a Powerpuff Girls now is more of a classic cartoon oh no it's gone cult Mm -hmm. rats all right we have uh some other news of uh which i know you guys aren't necessarily fans of but i am so i'm shoehorning it in there Mm. doctor who is getting a Mm. spin-off series yeah i heard about called class um and it's apparently going to be about the coal hill school which they teach people how to be who's well, it's it, it's a regular high school in London, mm-hmm. okay, and it's kind of been a staple of the series. I didn't watch any of the original co- uh, incarnation of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. but apparently, if very early on, that school has been part of the the show. Oh, and in the most recent years, one of the companions, uh, Clara, was a teacher there. Oh, and okay. so this is just a school that all these strange things seem to converge around. Right, and that, was the, that at. was the doctor between David Tennant and the current guy. Yes, correct. Yeah. The um, the last spinoff from Doctor Who, the Sarah Jane mysteries, was really an excellent uh, story. And uh, it was more of a kids show, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or it's um, geared towards a younger audience, I guess. It might have been. Because one of the protagonists was a neighbor kid that was having a hard time with his parents or divorced and his dad's an asshole. Wasn't there a robot dog or something? Oh, yeah, K-9. Yeah, K-9 but but yeah. see, K-9 was from the... Um, yeah, that was from the, the Doctor Tom, Who... From the Tom Baker yes. um, Doctor, which Correct. is what he was sixth, fifth or sixth, fourth. Fourth? Shit, that's been a while. Um, over 20 years ago. At any rate, um, I, I think it's interesting that they're doing it that way only because... You're right. It, it's it's an interesting coincidence that so many, so many add-ons, have just coincidentally come from that area. So maybe the show will kind of explain wh- why this is such a hotbed of you know right extraterrestrial activity. Right. Yeah, yeah. I so know, that and could if be there's guest, guest starring 
role of the doctor or somebody. Yeah, have him drop in once right, in a while. To, you know, somehow to, to transition explanations. And tie it in. Yeah. I yeah. Think, yeah, that's probably what it is. Probably the fans are always been clamoring about what's with this school, so they finally decided to make a show right. about it. That's all it. They just want to make it like Harry Potter. So, Everybody's trying to, everybody, I think everybody is trying to have a shared universe in some sort of way now. Yeah. Well, it's everybody. the easiest way. You don't have to write, rewrite the entire world. You only have to rewrite or you only have to write new scenarios involving things that people have already And Doctor Who has such a rich history, it would be very easy to pull in. Yeah, I did start watching it on, um, again, on uh, Prime. Oh, yes, yeah. It's all the seasons Still enjoyable. Oh, Uh, it's great. I I, I really don't, well, I like the David Tennant Doctor best. Yeah, I think most fans agree that David Tennant is the the best of this new iteration. Yeah. so uh, as I get through, I, I lost I lost my ability to watch new episodes about halfway through, and then got involved in more important things like comic experience sci-fi. Um, so being able to catch up and, and roll through is is very nice. So what is the name of the one guy that looked like Mike Illich, the one Doctor Who from oh. years ago? It curly hair. Yeah, what was his name? What was the yeah, actor's Tom name? Tom Baker. Tom Baker, the big nose and the and the and yeah. the, the long coat and the and the crazy scarf. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, tonight or Sunday night, depending on what, when yes. you're going to be listening to this, uh, the MTV Movie Awards are going to be oh, on, hosted yeah, by. Yeah, I didn't catch your reference on the. You made you you posted something on well, the Facebook page. And they pre-record the show, so all the winners have already oh, been right, announced. And the reason I brought it up is because this seems like a award show tailor made for us. Mm-hmm. Any guess? I'll do. We'll turn this into a little quick game show. Any guess as to which movie won the best picture award for last year? Or well, would have been until the awards. It would have been from this time last year to today. Deadpool. Mark, uh, best picture. Best picture. Uh, MTV Movie Awards. What? Would have been from today, going well, back today, a year. Yeah, yeah. so it includes the spring. Out. So it's not like the Academy Awards, Awards where right, they right. it's just the calendar year of right. 2015. So I'm going to say... Yeah, I'm going to say... I'll have to say Deadpool. Yeah, I'm going to say Deadpool. Force Awakens. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. those guys. Yeah. Mm. Who cares okay. about those guys? <laughs> Sorry. Best, oh, I totally forgot. Best female performance. Any guesses? Any guesses? Again, oh, Ray. Are... Daisy Driver. Daisy Whatever Ridley. Driver. Whatever Daisy name Ridley. Is. Charlize Theron, Fury Road. Oh, yeah. Best male performance. Chris Pratt, Jurassic World. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. What? Chris Pratt, Jurassic World. Oh, yeah. That was a very, that was, he was good in that. Breakthrough performance. Mm, Ray, yeah. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Ding, 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 oh, ding. Okay. Okay, we've got, this is an interesting one, Best Hero, and it's probably not who any of you guys are thinking not of. Not Finn? Best Reluct- hero. Is that reluctant hero? Best, Best hero? Hero. Uh, Think outside the box. Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence from The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. I was going no to say shit. that. I was Which I was that. totally surprised at because that movie seemed to kind of come gonna, and yeah, go. She was really not, an anti-hero. Not, that, that movie did really not did even want to be. All right, best villain. Best villain. Kylo Ren. Adam Driver. Yeah. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, ding. 
And here's the last one. I mean, there was other awards, but they yeah. weren't applicable to us. Uh, the the best fight of the year. Best Ray fight. Ray Kylo Ren. The one where Ronda Rosie gets uh, knocked out by that skinny broad mm-hmm. that embarrassed her into quitting her career. These are, that's no, not a movie. I think you won. Ronda Rousey and uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Furious 8, Furious 7. Seven. Yeah, that was a good no. one, too. That was a good Mark, fight. best fight of the year? Creed. Was yeah. it Creed? Deadpool versus Ajax. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. I'd I I take that, that too. I'd take, I yeah, but I'd take that Furious 7, that Fast 7 fight. Michelle Rodriguez being some good ass fights on that damn <laughs> Batman versus series. Superman didn't have any awards or nominations. Sorry, Q. No, because no, it's no sucked. awards. Damn. But I thought. <laughs> Poor Mark. Okay, let's. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I quit. <laughs> let's, let's let's quickly let's very quickly talk about some uh, Walking Dead because the the season finale was last week and oh, it was very yeah. controversial. Q, Brad, I don't think you guys watch nope. it, but I know Mark does. Mm-hmm. Um, he has notes. What did He's you ready. What did you think? Let's let's first preface this that with we are going to be talking spoilers here. So the last part when Negan showed up was very intense. And who do you think bit the dust? Glenn. Okay, because for those of you who aren't watching, essentially the new baddie of the show arrives in the final scene. And he lines up all the heroes in a row and basically tells them, I'm going to kill one of you. And he does eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Oh, and so we see from the character's point of view, we see them getting bludgeoned with a bat. Blood trickles down and then it gets whacked again and then it cuts to black. So we don't know who got killed. So we killed. don't know. It's a total cliffhanger. Oh, jeez. But, co- but in the comic book, Glenn was killed by Negan. Uh, now, isn't okay. Negan being played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan? He yes, sure is. The comedian. I like it. Thomas Wayne. Yes. Thomas Wayne Thomas and the comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Both directed by Zack Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we won't uh, linger on that. And he was in The Losers, another DC movie. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, so we've got some... Uh, so that was our... We did just briefly did some TV talk. Anybody else? Arrow. Yeah, what happened this week? Spoilers. Yes, definitely spoilers, okay. Well, if you ain't seen it by now, but the Black Canary bit the bullet. She They killed off Laurel Lance this week. What? Yep. Uh, assholes. What, are they couldn't re-sign her to another contract? So no, well, what happened was they have took Damien Dark's power. They destroyed the idol. And Tell us it the, the quick version here. And then he, they broke out of prison. Michael Merlin broke out, broke him out of prison. And he told Laurel, "I'm keep my word. I told your dad if he betrayed me, I would kill you." And he killed her. What? <laughs> so the next episode comes on April 27th, and then we'll find out the repercussions from there. So all kinds of characters died off this week on TV, apparently. apparently. Fucking television. It started oh. with the Flash when they killed Jay Garrick. They killed Jay Garrick two weeks ago. Spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> which one? I'm sorry. I, I'm caught up. That? I'm caught up, so I'm okay. Okay, okay. okay. Everybody else, missed, okay. You know. Spoilers. Yeah, who, who, they killed Garrett. The, the, That's the, you, the, you pulled the a Chris. Yeah, yeah, I saw a spoiler afterwards. And then I thought Ay-ya-ya-ya. about you like, Dale. That's a Mexican kid, Diego, or whatever the hell his name That's is. Cisco, Sancho, Cisco, Sancho, whatever. Some fucking tilting motherfucker. What are you guys? Can you edit that racism out? Jesus Christ. 
No, let's he, leave it in there to expose him. His superhero that. name oh, is he Vibe. Really is. <laughs> He's okay, Vibe. Okay, Cisco Kid, Cisco and Poncho, no, Jay and Garrett, Don Quixote. What the fuck do I know? The Flash from Earth 2 was Jay Garrick. He got yes. killed by Zoom. Or okay. did he die? Or did he die? No, he mm. died, but Zoom turns out to be... P. Diddy died? <laughs> <laughs> what are you eating there, Brad? Just because um, everyone's hearing the crunchings, just so they I don't... Am, I am cutting cutting uh, some of uh, the, the stress with World Peas Nagano Wasabi. It's gluten-free, cholesterol-free, and trans-fat-free. It is fucking crunchy, and I apologize for your ears now. Because... Wasabi, that's why he's always irritable. He's, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. He's fired up there. Trying to, yeah. trying to... Sorry, everyone. Okay, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um... So I think that's it for TV news. Although I did hear that they're already planning to bring Supergirl over to the Flash. Yes. Right, next so, year. Yeah, so that'll be something and fun to look forward to. Black Canaries is going to, Earth's 2 version, is going to make an appearance on the Flash, I want to say this season. Oh, okay. So. How bad did he kill her? How bad did he kill her? Can they throw her in her Lazarus pit and come back like there your sister? There is no more Lazarus pit. What? What do you mean? I think people were complaining that they kept saving everybody. everybody so yeah. oh, Nissa they, destroyed they the Lazarus out. pit. Oh, mother. Okay, know, let's talk about anything. trailers. We got Ooh, a couple trailer. of really okay. good uh, oh, movie it was all trailers. Horror. It was all horror. No, you're crazy. Horrors. Horrors, um, yes, horrors. The first one of the week was... Horrors of a different color. Swiss Army Man, which stars Paul Dano and uh, Harry Potter himself, uh, Daniel oh, Radcliffe. I missed that one. Mark, did you see the Swiss Army Man trailer? No, I didn't. Okay, it's essentially a very, very dark comedy. Paul Dano gets stranded, it looks like, out in the wilderness, and he's trying to get back to civilization. Okay. Which wilderness? Our wilderness or some uh, off, No, I think it's in the, the, the U.S. Okay. somewhere. And some he finds uh, the dead body of Daniel Radcliffe, but he brings him along on his journey because basically he's starting to go crazy from hunger and starvation and dehydration. Don't tell me he, he eats Harry Potter. No, he brings him along no, as a companion. No, but he hallucinates and the body talks to him. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so he's, he's... Not that I can predict scripts without seeing a fucking trailer or anything. So it looks very funny in a dark, yeah. disturbing kind of a way because um, originally I think he, he starts talking to him by when Daniel Radcliffe passes gas, the dead body is beautiful. Is decomposing, it. and it, <laughs> so that is kind of the the trigger for him to start talking to a dead body. Right, yeah. exactly. Whee. So that's that's a little bit more of your indie off the beaten path. We had a couple of b big new movie trailers. Um, the first one was BFG or Big Friendly Giant. I seen that. There was a there was a teaser trailer put out several weeks ago so this is the first full trailer where we get to see the giants in action uh did any of you guys mark I, did you see that one yes thoughts uh, um it's not for me <laughs> yeah is that a kids I, I, movie it's, I like, a, it's a dis it's spielberg's first disney movie I so mean, it is there definitely was, it looks like children are gonna love it back I, in the back in the oh, um oh, early late, late 60s early 70s there was a live Show, the friendly giant. Anything? Oh, I remember that. That's right. the Canadian yeah, show. Nothing right? like that. I no, no. Hear... This is a based on the Raoul Dahl book. Oh, BFG. Oh. Yeah, nobody in I'll the trailer went. What's that about? Or 
or A or anything like that. Careful, I'll break out some A's if I'm not careful. Everybody's like, being that Canada? it's Steven Spielberg, I'm totally psyched. The trailer could have been anything, and I'd be excited. I did have one complaint, and Mark and I talked about this earlier. It looks very uh, reliant on digital animation, and so it kind of went into that super unrealistic world. You know, it reminded me of the Giants in that Jack the Giant Slayer movie. Yes. That's what it looked like to me. Because isn't the girl real? She look or is it yes, animation? but everything the else girl was real, right? But all the yeah. giants, they look like they did some kind of motion, motion cap. Yeah. yeah, because the friendly giants played by Mark Rylance, who was in Spielberg's last movie, Bridge of Spies, who he played the okay. Russian spy. Okay, so oh yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah. up for an Academy Award too. So. Bridge of Spies was okay. So the big big new trailer this week is Rogue One which is a prequel to the original Star Wars movie, A New Hope. Yeah. It's a, a, essentially, it's about the rebels stealing the plans for the Death Star so that they could then give that to Luke and his crew to blow up the Death Star. Yeah, the, um, it was visually appealing. Oh, it looked great. And it, and it, it, it really great. pulls you in, but I thought it was kind of short. I didn't think it really... It's a teaser. Right, that's exactly right. Yeah, this is the very but first I'll, But trailer. I'll accept it on those terms in that... If this really is the tip of the iceberg, then, you know, it, it looks good. But you know this movie's going to end, like, by getting the plans to Leia. But you notice that the lead the lead rebel is a girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're really going with those female, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. action stars. Right. Strong female. Well, it was funny ones. because yeah, she's cute. there was uh, talk of folks online complaining that, oh, we got another... So what? Le- female lead of Star Wars. And to me, it's like, listen, guys are going to go see any Star Wars movie. So and you might as well put a, a girl in there. Right. It doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Why wouldn't in a, in a, in a uh, yeah, why? I don't know. I don't I even no understand. Why would it. be the complaint? What would be the complaining? Who didn't love Laura Croft? Give me a girl with, with dual 45s blowing the shit out of every dumb shit I, that I gets in her way. The, who doesn't love that? The guys complaining are the ones who want someone they can associate with. They can't associate with a girl. My That's thing is we had, we had six Star Wars movies that had a male lead, so... You know, we could have a six with a female lead yeah. for all I care. You Especially know? since these leads are going to be much more in depth of character than Padme. <laughs> yes, yeah. Let's indeed. not go there. But but in the movie, the trailer, I th- I was so it was so awesome. <laughs> Where's Padme? You killed her. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the, 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 the visuals in this trailer were awesome. The yeah. one that I just thought was awesome was what showing the dish being put on yeah, the Death Star. That was, that was cool. That was cast sweet. the shadow over the yeah, Star Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was looking at yes, it. was like. Oh my God! Look at that thing. Well, at now. first I thought they were stars in the background, yeah. but then as it's the, as the shadows moving across, I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, because that's it was awesome. as big as a planet. Yes. So that dish would be like the size of North America. You know, yes. you know the you know, the, the the dish uh, company that does Dish Network. They they gotta utilize yeah, that. They're old. gonna beg for that. <laughs> oh yeah. But but then then you see the one character we were talking about the the imperial officer that's in the white standing yeah. there with his eyes closed. Could that be Admiral Thrawn? Oh, that's interesting. 
And the Admiral Thrawn, for people that they don't know, from the extended universe. The Timothy Zahn novels that took place after Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. Yes. Are you familiar with Thrawn Only, at all? Marginally. Yes. Because he had the same uniform. He had, like, red uh, red eyes. And um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you don't really? see, you see him with his eyes closed right. during this during this trailer, and then you see a shot of him walking with his back toward the camera. Wrong co-host. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, the the geeks all of a sudden jumped on this theory about who the main character is in the trailer. Okay. Because if you think about it, this character looks approximately the same age as Luke Skywalker did in the original Star Wars, and this would precede it right. only probably by a few months at the most. Right. So everyone right away uh, assumes that this is Ray's mother, that somehow it's got to be How connected. How would you make that association? It's a total leap of logic. That's bullshit. But it does fit chronology-wise, it fits. But here, here's this, though. Where was she in episodes four, five, and six? Yeah. Good Where, question. That's 30 years. Good question. Yeah, but they, they could have had guessing, their... And I'm guessing, and this this shouldn't be any surprise to anybody, is after she hands over the plans, she gets blown up. So she's got to die. Maybe. Yeah, yeah who knows? Yeah. I mean, well, she hands it over to Leia, and who knows how they get away. I mean, yeah. they could get away still. I mean... In theory. They weren't the Bothams that died getting the second Death Star plans to the Rebels. Many oh, Bothams okay. died. That was the second plans. Death Star. Now, now, <laughs> I mean, I her know. and Luke could have got together ten years later. Yeah, I mean, she was on the other side of the galaxy fighting the rebellion. Yeah, you, you know, never know. She could have went in hiding in fear that the because she was pregnant. No, because she couldn't be pregnant because that that means Ray would be thirty something years old, and she's not. Zing! Oh, did you guys see? Were you trying to be well, funny? Wait, before, the meme, yeah. we, did you guys, did before you guys we jump topics here, on, uh, before Facebook? we jump topics, okay? No, it's on topic. Oh, well, go ahead. It's a picture of. It's a picture of. Um, what's the girl's name? Ray. Ray. Yes. Ray. It's a picture of, the, of Ray holding out the 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 lightsaber. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then there's the picture of of Luke, Luke going. Was there a hand with that? Did, did you have the hand too? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, the librarian got that one for me. I thought it was hysterical. It's like, to me, the best part of the trailer was the uh, the actress that they got to play Mon Mothma. Uh-huh. She looked exactly like the original actress. Mm-hmm. That is, it was oh, wow. freaky. I was like, wow, because they did a do you know who's playing her? Screen. She looks familiar. I I was not familiar with the actress, but apparently. She was in the prequels, and they cut her out. Oh, that's right. And so that's when they came time to cast this role, that's where they I went seen back her, and I they seen got her. She's the, in a deleted scene. Yes, exactly. That's right. Cool. So, all right, we've got a couple new movies that came out this week. Actually, there was three. Um, it looks like the Melissa McCarthy comedy, The Boss, Boss. is going to be the number one movie. <laughs> it was number one on Friday. Which is not good news for Batman v Superman because everyone was anticipating that it would take the Jungle Book to knock it out of first place. Now, we'll have to wait until tomorrow to get the official uh, box office results, um, but that looks like it's going to be number one. Now, the two movies that we all saw, except for Q, um, are wow, Hardcore Henry. Wait, are, we done with, are we done with trailers? Did you see the, tra- the trailer with Patrick Stewart, Green Room? 
Yeah, but I didn't bring that up just because A, it's been out for a while, oh, it has? That was and the first B, it's not it. really sci-fi. You saw it at or... the theater. Oh, at the theater, yeah. It's, cool. it's been online for a while. Oh. Yeah, and it's not really sci-fi fantasy. That's like a oh. super and realistic, that, that, gritty. The, the dark one, the switch, the shadow, whatever one, the one that I didn't want to see before I ended up. Yes. Lights, Lights out. Lights out. Yeah, I was forced to see that one all the way through. That one's some scary shit. And then the one um, with the kid. The English uh, Amityville horror one, Conjuring Two. Yeah. Oh my God. Which we've all talked about talked before. About, so well, let's I know, move on. I know. Mm-hmm. But there's a there's a, a scene in the trailer. No, seriously, this is literally made me want to see it. Right. I don't watch these movies because I don't find any value in it. But she's sitting in the room, and all the crosses in the room turn upside down, and when they're all pointing down, some shit comes out of the wall at her, and then they cut it, and it's like. Holy crap! Well, yeah, if you had it watched really it when we talked about this yeah, three yeah, weeks yeah. ago, I, have no, I don't would, have patience uh, for that shit. But on a big screen, when you're stuck in a room, you can't like close your eyes. And like you a dropped girl. your bagel with cream cheese. Yes, on it, I, right? did. I did. Okay, the first movie that we're going to talk about is Midnight Special, which is a uh, science fiction movie reminiscent of the, I would say, the the early mid '80s. There was a lot of influences of those movies. So you've got a little bit of Starman. You've got a little bit of Firestarter. You got a little bit of Close Encounters. Uh, I know there's some others that people have referenced. Um, yeah, like. Um, but Mark, tell us about the. Land. Yeah, well, we'll talk. We'll save that for the end. Uh, what What was your general? Tell us about the movie itself. What was the storyline for oh, people that haven't seen it? Uh, it starts off with these guys. Uh, apparently, the news says that this kid's been kidnapped, and by, yeah, by, it's an Amber Alert. Yeah, there's an Amber Alert, and. Uh, and these two guys have this kid, and and you're not sure why they have the kid at first. And then it comes to realize it's the father and son and a friend, and they're getting away from uh, somebody. And then it's realized it's they're at, they're they're trying to you know get away from the government. They're trying to get away from this this con- ultra conservative cult, cult yeah. ultra conservative religious group uh, because this kid has some kind of uh, powers, right. And uh, which are unsubstantiated for the first half hour of the yes. movie. Yeah, and I I found it interesting because there was some parallels with Ten Cloverfield Lane in that the first half, first two thirds, they kind of leave you wondering. Right. Does he actually have any powers? You know, right. what is it? Just people that are crazy and believe in this stuff. They're a bunch of suckers. And there's um, a couple scenes where you realize this kid does have powers. Yeah. Do we, yeah, wanna, so do we sa- really want to go there? Do we want to spoil it? No, let's not spoil it, just because it's it's only in 500 theaters as of right, right. now. The typical release is 3,000, just to give you some perspective. Yeah. So there's probably not a lot of people that have yet seen this, yeah. even though it is doing very well on a per-screening basis. Yeah, um, Brad, what was your overall opinion of it, was, it without it, spoiling it was too long um and by too long i mean there wasn't enough going on the first half of the movie was the same five minutes of the first part of the movie um adam driver is in it didn't know that he actually plays an interesting character that's pivotal um, and the, he plays a normal person. Yes, and he plays a normal I person. I think it's the first time um, I've ever seen him not play somebody that's right. evil or crazy. Kirsten or... Dunst plays the little boy's mother, and she is unrecognizable because apparently they were all on this cult, in this cult together. Well, if you've seen her, if you saw her in Fargo, 
she kind of looks similar oh, okay. to her Fargo character in that they kind of yeah they yeah. dressed her down, made her kind of frumpy. Yes, they did. You know, um, like she plays the little boy's mother. Yes, very much like Batman versus Superman. All the action is in the last thirty to forty-five minutes, and like. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Right. Same kind of a thing. Um, they saved I, the sci fi yeah. stuff towards right. the end. There could have been, it was really tedious. The first, like I said, that first half before shit started to go down was really tedious. See, now I will disagree because I thought what they were doing was setting up a very interesting mystery, making you. Wonder. That's true. I'll are these buy that. people crazy? Yes. No, I agree. Or I agree. are they? Or does this kid really have powers? Right. But we saw a few flashes of something that were not explained properly. But still, there there's a point where, you know, oh, I can't remember. I know there was another movie. I I'm sure I've seen that has done the same thing, and it's basically people driving around in a car. The whole yeah, this is a road picture for people yeah. that aren't familiar. That's yeah. why I said it was but the, reminiscent but the characters were likable. Do you understand? They did nothing, nothing to endear you to the to the um, to the characters for that first whole part. It wasn't You're until correct. the action started that you started to at least feel something. But see, that's why them. another reason why I liked it is because. When you first see these two guys with the boy, yeah. you know nothing about them, and right. they look shady as hell and creepy as hell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't, the Amber Alert did not identify uh, Roy Tomlin as, as the father's yes. uh, father because he has a different last name. Correct. Which we find out why in the first mm -hmm. 15 minutes of but the But see, what I liked is that they slowly yes. developed all the characters so that. You eventually found out why the friend is helping them escape. Right. You eventually find out why the parents aren't together with the kid. You know, so they right. kind of slow. See, a typical Hollywood movie would spell everything right. out like, at the I beginning. I like first-person omniscient, totally. And this is total third-person. You're it drops you into it. the action, yes, and you exactly. have to piece but it together as so you go. So did the other movie do, I thought. But we won't. We'll yeah, finish, we'll, we'll finish we'll, with the one we'll before we that, go. Yeah. Mark, what was your what was your impressions? I think you felt a little bit the way Brad did. Well, yeah, I thought it was uh, slowly paced, like during the middle, especially after they come and visit them. They they get they uh, visit the mom, Kristen Dunst. Right, that, that tend to slow the movie down. Yeah, at that point, and that's yeah. when I was falling asleep. I did. The, I passed out in the middle uh, of the fucking movie. That's that's when it slowed down. I liked I did like the build at the beginning and then it started slowing down in the middle right. and then after those guys show up at the hotel motel yeah. and then things went, went yeah, yeah things went great then yeah 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 and uh, I mean I will I will honestly tell you that to a degree that last half of the movie made the movie for me yeah. enough that I would recommend you go see it only because most people are more patient than I am and that they'll see it from your the way you saw it is this is all build up, and not only but there was you know serious was a was slow crisis. burn as right they call exactly it. it was numerous dual crisis and a single um, climax that led to a, a denouement that actually went up instead of down so it, it was well, very kind of went up on a slant hill and then then in the middle it kind of went on an even right that's what I mean there was plateau, multiple there was multiple crises there was multiple crises you went. There was a crisis one with the electrician, uh, crisis two with the mother, and then it dipped 
before it hit the climax at the hotel. Yeah, the calm before the storm, yes, exactly. if you will. Well, let me just say, as a parent, and I've read that this was the director, the writer-director's motivation was to kind of express how he was feeling as a new parent. Um, I will say I loved it in the sense that it was a perfect metaphor for what it's like being a parent with a young kid in that you feel that there's danger lurking everywhere around your children, that you have to constantly be on guard and on your toes and you're and you always do absolutely a, anything yes, for them regardless exactly. of circumstance yes yeah. and which means in the mother's case without spoiling too much she has to learn to let him go which right. you do at you know whether they're going away to college or getting married or right. you know your child is only with you for a small part even though right. unlike the movie you know they're not going to go to another plane of existence you know um so spoiler yes uh well i was trying to be vague about it vague (laughs) very vague um so i thought in that respect yeah it was a masterpiece and michael shannon i know this is not the kind of movie that gets academy awards but i thought his acting well and everybody's acting in this movie that's the roy tomlin character yes yeah i couldn't remember his name was just amazing because Mm -hmm. when he's looking at his son leaving him for the last time yeah I mean, it, it tore me up inside. I yeah. just thought, this guy, he doesn't even say a word. And that's what I was he talking about. He just gives that's him a look. all of a sudden you actually feel something for the father. At that, in yes. that exact scene, when they share eye contact, that's all of a sudden you went the whole time you could care Everything less about Everything comes and together in that And all of a sudden he's a dad and you, yep. you feel his pain. Yep. Yeah. And so I would, I would recommend it you know, uh, uh, for anybody. But, yeah, be warned. Like, I agree with what Mark and Brad are saying. It is very slow paced. Yeah. Uh, that middle section is a little bit tough to get through. But there, but there are there are some intermittent, exciting things that are because they're so unexplainable. Yes. And everybody jumps to every stupid conclusion that stupid people jump to whenever yes. some shit happens that they can't understand. Yep. And what I liked about this is that in a typical Hollywood movie, especially a genre movie, yeah. all the special effects, all the alien stuff. All of the, you know, the action would have been pushed to the foreground and all the emotion, the character, right, the story the would be pushed uh-huh. backwards. So this, they, yeah, they totally flipped it. The sci-fi elements were there, but just kind of tucked away behind really interesting, complex characters. Yeah. So, all right, let's. This is the anti-Michael Bay movie. <laughs> Exactly. It's All right, not now so let's, much a cash grab as a cash return. It is. It is. <laughs> definitely. Um, now, the other new release is, the I think, the exact opposite of Midnight yeah. Special in that Hardcore Henry puts all of the effects, all of the eye candy, yeah. all of the entertainment value to the yeah. fore, and any interesting character or story work it's pushed way, way, oh way down. <laughs> it, they are literally, they are literally opposites. Yes, yes. You know, it, it yes. literally start hits the ground running. Um, you know, you're you you. Well, first, Brad, tell us yes. for people who haven't seen okay. it. Tell um, us the the you, real quick synopsis. Right. Um, basically, a guy wakes up um, on the on an operating table, and a woman who claims to be his wife. Um, is telling him, you know, do you remember anything? Oh, well, you'll, your memory will come back to you. You only, we are in as much the dark as he is. She, she screws on his left leg and she screws on his left arm and 
They, they, you know, she's got a machine that that puts natural looking skin on his left hand, except for his knuckles. And all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose, and they they're whisked away, and hijinks ensue. Basically, first we think she's in danger, then it turns out he's in danger, and there's a lot of running, and there's an there's an integral character in the movie named Jimmy. Who's absolutely my favorite character, played by Charlotte Copley? Yeah, he was, and he hysterical. was also the executive producer. Right, I noticed that. And he was the star and one of the producers of District Nine for people. That oh, I didn't are realize that. Fans of sci-fi, uh, um, but yeah, it was it was great from the standpoint of any scene he was in was good. Um, it really was insanely fast-paced. Um, there's. Really not a lot of character development at all. In fact, the only character that seems to have miraculous development is Jimmy. And then you go, again, two-thirds of the movie with nothing but 100% action. Action, action, action. Running, jumping. There um, are no down that Right, there's no downtime at yeah. all. I, well, there, yeah. And then all of a sudden, and the, the, the big baddie, the supervillain, we don't understand anything about him, and he's like almost virtually omnipotent when it comes right down to it, which we see in the very first scenes. He's doing stuff that, with no explanation of how, yeah, he's and got we some never sort of get telekinetic that, powers. Right, but he, we never get any explanation for. And this. he's trying to take over the world. Clearly, apparently, clearly, and and he looks like Crispin Glover. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, it's horrible with with uh, the Russian uh, right with Key Luke eyes. The um. Master Poe? No? Yeah. Um, at any rate, uh, it was, again, it was I the, the first-person shooter style of, of, of filming of eventually gave me a headache. I When I got home, I had to take a pill and lie down. Well, I will warn everybody, if you're going to see this movie, sit all the way in the yeah. back of the theater. Yeah. Um, I had heard the filmmakers talking about if you sit too close to the screen... Yeah. You'll get motion sickness. Well, I was in the middle, and I thought I was okay, but you're absolutely right. I should have. I made the mistake. I sat in the middle of the theater because that's normally where I sit, center, center of the theater. Yeah. So about halfway through, even I started getting a little queasy. Yeah. And uh, I should have sat in the back. So if you're going to see, if you haven't seen it, sit in the back. And here's what I liked about the movie Mm -hmm. was that. Hardcore is in the title for a reason. Yeah. It is very hardcore. There was great stunts. Like I've never seen before. Yeah, there was uh, amazing special effects, which I did not expect. I thought it was going to be more stunt based, more like oh, Jackie oh, oh. Chan but, style. But remember that trailer you 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 brought up about it last yeah, time that there yeah. was a trailer. The, half of that trailer is in the movie. Oh yeah, no, it, it definitely is. But I, what I'm saying is, there's a lot of gore. Oh, there's it's a lot of uh, you know with just the, the opening, just the, guy the opening using credits. The, the opening oh, credits showed great. about six ways to die. Horrible. Well, I think that was death. Henry dying, like if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh, really? I think so, because if you look at it, you know, he gets shot in the head. Right. Uh, and he's got his he throat gets, cut. Yep. And somebody took a glass bottle and run it up the, yep. the front of a, of a, of a button-down shirt. Yep. Yeah, it was insane. So, so in that respect, it was an amazing movie technically. Okay. Um, but I agree 100% with you. There's no character. There's no real story. Yeah, there's no plot. It's just essentially Henry trying to save his ass right. by getting the various pieces to keep so his, 
his his life extended. Yeah, and there were there was some good laughs. I'll I'll give it. I'll I'll give oh, it, it was a, very like, funny. A, a, a decent thumb up on the laugh. Meter. Some good nudity. Oh yeah, there was serious good. You nudity. know, so I I give it credit for being a, a super entertaining movie. So do you think there's no story because of its of its uh, production source? Well, you have to remember this is a first time filmmaker. Right. You know, who essentially put together a short film with a really cool premise. Right. And I think, okay, how do we stretch that into 90 minutes? Right. Um, what I did like that I wasn't expecting was how sci-fi based it was. Oh, um, yeah. You know, like the floating spaceship or whatever the hell they were in at the beginning. Yeah. You know, their secret lair. Well, was a Zeppelin. Was it, it a Zeppelin? It, it, yeah. Was it? Did you actually see it? Yeah, you could tell when they were falling. You could see it was a Zeppelin. You oh. could see the you could see the the propellers on the side when they when they went when oh, it was like okay. walking on the outside. Yeah, yeah, I was waiting for it to say Zorn on the front. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, what was your take? You're are you pretty much in agreement with Brad? Yeah, it was a little disorienting, you know, a little annoying with all the shaky camera stuff and the constant action. I thought, yeah, the action scenes were and, and the gore was all pretty cool and everything. But this movie wasn't for me. It's for, like, the video game culture. That's what I was Younger thinking. people, 20-something-year-old yeah. people. I, I need more story. Yeah, and more character development. Yeah. I mean, the, you know? the nudity was good. I was, I was fine with the nudity. That's strip club nudity. Yeah. Huzzah! That's, yeah, that's my favorite. But yeah, <laughs> all right. So uh, Q has been silently. Uh, <laughs> I've just been listening. This back. is the most he's been quiet in like ten years. Well, don't you remember about halfway, uh, about fifteen minutes ago, he quit. <laughs> oh, <which> <laughs> <was>? <laughs> Duh. Thank well, you. Well, I'm going to try to bring him back into yeah. the conversation Come on here because uh, based on Hardcore Henry, I had asked everyone to put together a list of their favorite all-time action movies. So Q. Let me uh, kick it over to you. What are some of your favorite action movies? Um, and, you know, this could be all time. This doesn't have to be. Well, I Action like we were talked about is so. Well, there's a lot of different kinds of action movies. There's martial arts. There's the more realistic, gritty kind of. Cop movie action. There's super yeah. action. There's yeah, sci-fi there's super, action. Yeah, because like when we, you had us send you our list, I gave. I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm literally looking in my closet at all the movies, and I'm just like, well, just uh, how do I pick? And then I sent you the ten, and then Mark sent ten and like twenty other movies, and yeah. I was like, honorable mention. Yeah, man. and I was like, holy shit, we could do all that. Right, well, let's. Let's okay, so well, some of the ones and I remember had, this is comics, beer, and sci-fi. So let's stick to the ones that are a little bit okay. more well, sci-fi, had, fantasy based. I had um, Independence Day was a good one. Yeah, um, that's great. But see, to me, I guess there was some pretty good action sequences yeah, in there. You know, when I think of action, I think more like when you're on the ground. Ground. Me too, though. Not like, just aerial stuff. You well, know? but Top Gun is a good action movie, but that's fighter jets. You yeah. Know? yeah but so like, you, you uh, can have different types of action. You can put that in the aerial action category. Well, we're not, we're, not, you know, we're not breaking it down. We're just talking about all-time favorite action Avengers. Movies. Um, okay. Let's yeah, Avengers, Avengers was almost all action. action. That was my one complaint with the Avengers uh, was there wasn't much story. Or Dark Knight Rises. Okay, that's the second. Was that the second? Third no, one. third, the third one. one. Because okay. to me, that had more action in it. To me, Dark Knight it was more. It had a lot more. of Batman in it. 
But it was it had more action. Batman Begins had more action than Dark Knight, which I'll say Batman Begins. Uh, it's hard when you say let's label Star Trek. Which one? Trek. Which one? The older ones didn't have action, so we'll say the. New so you're one. saying the new J.J. Abrams? Yeah, one. yeah. Is that fire? Yeah, phaser fire. The the J.J. Abrams yeah, Star Trek is the definitely the most action packed of all the Star Trek movies for sure. Right, Mark. What? Uh, give us a. Oh, hold on. Okay, so the Matrix, Demolition Man. I had that. Um, Cause I had I don't know where my list went, <laughs> so I had Demolition Man, The Matrix. All three of the Matrices to me were nothing but action. I loved all three of them. Um, I don't know if this qualifies, but I had uh, Shoot 'Em Up, and the only reason I say Shoot 'Em Up is because some of the stuff he did in Shoot 'Em Up was like ridiculous. Now, which stunts. one was Shoot 'Em Up? That was with Clive Owen. And he was like protecting his baby. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. It was that nothing one. but action. Like from the beginning, was he was Paul Giamatti the, the bad guy. Paul Giamatti okay, was yeah, the yeah, bad yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. And I like my favorite part, and it has nothing to do with that. Like he's shooting, and Paul Giamatti standing in front of this sign. And it's and he went to Clive Owen shoots the sign out, it reads like asshole or something like that. But it's misspelled. And Paul Giamatti shoots it to make it spelled right. And he's like Always one step ahead of you. I was like, that's now was that based shit. on a comic book? Because it sure seemed it like seemed it was. Seemed like I don't. I have to do the research. Okay. but that shoot 'em up is my. Yeah, it kind of had a graphic novel feel I to it. I love shoot 'em up, man. All right, Mark. Now you said this could be any kind of action movie, or yeah, but I mean, we're gonna let's because you can say species is is kind of hard to label it to just. Because end of days is kind of a science, kind of fiction, kind of thing. Because it's dealing with the devil. Yeah. Okay, I got um, for for sci-fi fantasy, you know, related. The Dark Knight, Terminator Two, Aliens, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Predator. Um, let's see here, The Avengers, Captain America: Winter Soldier, The Kingsman. Uh, so those are all in your top ten. Uh, pretty much. Well, uh, well, I actually made a top ten, which had realistic action movies like The Treasure of the Sierra Madre and The French Connection and Heat, and and The Raid, uh, and Saving Private Ryan. Uh, but there's um, so if you if you figure out that, that in my top ten there, there was only like five there, five films in that list. So. Uh, well, I've got a lot of those same movies on my list. Total I've got, Recall. I've got Spider-Man Terminator 2. I've got Raiders of the Lost Ark. I've got The Matrix. I've got The Winter Soldier. I've got Predator, The Raid. Now, I threw in a couple other ones that you guys haven't now, mentioned. Would The Raid really I, fall I, in that category? I have a top five. I couldn't make a top ten because then if you go after five, you're talking about 100, right? So I got The Fifth Element. I got Blade Runner. Okay. Uh, the Matrix. Uh, the first Mad Max at the time was an awesome sci-fi Now, movie. see, I would beg to differ because what no one's mentioned is The Road Warrior, which is the second Mad Max, which is... That's the one with Tina Turner? No, that's number that's three. Thunderdome. Oh, that's Thunderdome. That's the one with the Mohawk guy. Road Warrior oh, is the extended chase through the desert. Oh. Which, yeah, because that's where they changed the premise. Has the guy with a gyrocopter? 
Yeah, right. I, right. Oh, yeah. That, because yeah, that, that, that is that, that's it, a comic book. That's it, not a that's not an action movie. No, it is. A, it's a, the definition of an action movie because oh, yeah. it's primarily a, a one extended chase scene. And most of the complaints that I heard about Fury Road, which I loved, was that it was just a rehash of the Road Warrior. And I will oh. say that the Road Warrior still, I watched it not that long ago, still holds up, is still great, is still mm. exciting. And I would easily put that at the top of my list. Um, a movie that no one's mentioned is The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I didn't care for it. I'm kidding. I, I I'm even, kidding. I didn't even mention Star Wars. Because aired, yeah. yeah, I don't. To I think me, of, the Empire those are dramas. Those no, really aren't actually. They movies. are. But think about it. The Empire Strikes Back has some of the best action sequences of any movie. The Ad Ad attack with the land speeders yeah. swerving around, yeah. taking them down. Yeah. That was awesome. The Millennium Falcon being chased by Tie Fighters through the meteor right, field. Right. Right. Uh, Luke Skywalker fighting Darth Vader throughout Cloud City, getting his hand chopped off. I mean, to me, right there, those are three of the all-time great action sequences. So while the movie overall might not be one of the best action right. movies, it has three of the top action sequences of all time. So that's why I included it. Um and then we've also got. You don't uh, have to agree, you know. Yeah, I'm not looking for. Uh, for me, there's just so many of them. I, well, like, cause I, I didn't even say I, it's hard for me to d decide what's in my top ten. To me, Punisher Warzone was. I, I've said this before. Well, it's a Punisher movie, so we already know it's action through the whole movie. But Punisher, that last like 10, 15 minutes where he's going through the whole the hotel, killing everybody, that. Did you did, did you pick any movies that were made before you were born? Yeah, I put the Magnificent Seven on there. Okay, that's one. that's a good movie. I love. I have every Magnificent Seven on DVD. Force Ten from Navarone was a good movie, and I was born. Well, it was if before all of us, if you like, if you like the Magnificent, Magnificent Seven, Seven, you should see the Seven, Seven Samurai, Samurai, which is the okay, original yes. movie that that was that based, that was based on. on. Okay, yeah. and I've heard that one of these. Uh, one of these new movies coming out is essentially the Seven Samurai. Well, they got the new um, Anton Fuqua. Uh, well, the they're Washington doing another remake of, of it. Of the yeah. Magnificent Seven. Right, but there is a... Well, remember they did that remake of the TV show and it, like, sucked? What TV show? They remade the Magnificent Seven on TV. Oh, I, don't, I never, I never saw, saw that This one. was... No. Well, because... Okay, so I didn't get to sucked. finish my list. The old, I, I put okay. in two martial arts movies. Um... Enter the Dragon, because you got it. You can't have an action movie list without right. Bruce Lee. Right. And then Police Story, oh, because God, to me, hysterical. Jackie Chan is the all-time stunt master of any movie. Bruce Lee might have been. Wait, Police Story. Yeah, you're. Wasn't that this what, is not the uh, not Angie but, Dickinson. <laughs> no, that's Police Woman. No, you're thinking would, of the Leslie uh, Nielsen. Yeah, okay, I would different. rather say that's Police Squad. Yeah, Drunken oh, Master okay. to me, but. Drunken, no, that's a good one. But the reason I said police story is that's stunts. That has more stunts right. than oh, fighting. Man, any any okay. uh, Jackie Chan movie is going to have some remarkable bit of how on earth did he do that and how come I don't see the wire? Yes. It's like because he's not wearing one. Correct. How about yeah. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? I was not a big fan of that. I know I, people you know, love it. I've watched it about three times, and it there is not one lick of that that is either – Science fictiony in any way? Well, no, it's clearly fantasy based because well, they're fighting through the, the air. Well, it's, it's, myth, it's myth based, but it's 
it it's it's almost to them to a to a whole society of people that's canon that's that's not a myth so much as they believe they can do it yeah but see i kind of put that in the same category as police story and enter the dragon where those are clearly fantasy movies if we're talking about just an action movie it's definitely top 10 material yeah because it's it is almost non-stop action and uh, it's it, totally unrealistic. Even though it takes place in the real world, in my mind, people those People standing are on fan- bamboos, trees. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah right. but I'm talking about even Enter the Dragon. What about Bulletproof Monk? That was a nonstop action movie. Yeah, but that, I, I don't think anybody movie. considers that. Yeah, what about the John Wu movies? The, hard the killer. Hard-boiled yeah. and the killer. Have any of y'all seen The Replacement Killers with him? Chow Young Fat. Yeah, that was an I awesome put that movie. On my list, but that wasn't science fiction. Well, no, well, but it's definitely an action movie, and it's definitely a top ten. But, but the top, 10 well, I don't has think that's layers. definitely a top ten. I don't think anybody no, thinks that. For its genre, would never be considered top ten action movie. But it's not the same as Bullet. The chase scene in Bullet is an epic chase scene. Um, yeah, that's big, one of the all-time best chase scenes for exactly. sure. Because for where sure. else? Where else would we have an expression such as, "Dude, you drive like Steve McQueen." But if you look at the rest of that movie, that is not really an action oh, movie. Oh no! But so, but, but that chase scene right, is one the of the all time. Yeah, that was an aw- that was an awesome uh, action movie. Yeah. yeah, they are awesome action movies, but they're not the kind of movies we we're actually talking about. No, now. no, we're I know. But half sci-fi. of the stuff on the lists aren't right. the stuff we're talking about. I yeah, know. but if you look at, I, mean, it, I like Commando, but I like any movie with the governor in it. But if so you, it doesn't matter. If you look at our shared list, there are some clearly Ouch. that take the lead. Terminator 2, Two. which is science fiction right. based. The Matrix, yeah. again, science fiction based. Predator, yeah. science fiction aliens. based. To me, I don't I'm not I love aliens. That's one of my favorite movies, but that I found to be more scary than yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a horror movie. Aliens. That's well, the sequel. I, well, the first one was a th- was a scary like a horror movie. The second right. one was an, a sci-fi action movie. Well, it was it was really it was a World War II based movie that they put into the future. But to me, the takeaway from Aliens was that was more horror and scary yeah. than yeah, action. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so, but to be to be fair, even the Raiders a- of the Lost Ark. You know, has a fantasy element to oh, it. Oh, sure. You know, so I would put that in. Let's mm-hmm. say we're doing the top five. I would say easily Terminator mm-hmm. Two, Raiders, Matrix. Do we say Predator? Maybe. I I thought I thought Predator, even Predator Two with Johnny Pred- Glo- or with, with Danny Glover. Yeah, Danny Total Glover. Recall. That's pretty good. Oh, you what know about, what? Uh, wait, the original. You know what we're totally with the missing. Yeah. RoboCop, the original oh. RoboCop. Oh. I can't believe we yeah. didn't yeah. mention that. that, that that's oh. still yeah. more that 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 was well, no, the very first one at the no, time. No, RoboCop two was. RoboCop two was not even in the same league as RoboCop. No. You were on at so the much time crack. in 1984, I believe, when when RoboCop came out, it was stellar and unbelievably well done. I agree. The gore in that Robo movie Cop. was incredible. I love the all the pulling somebody's pulling somebody's head and spine out by ripping it out of their body. It doesn't get any better than that. No, I agree with you. <laughs> I just don't know how you could think RoboCop Two I'm, is even in the know. same league. Yeah, yeah. you are from a totally different generation, my son. <laughs> <laughs> 
whatever. All right. Well, what we'll do is we'll criticism. It's an observation. We'll tally up all the votes because and we'll come up with an official list of our of our rankings. So let's last. Anybody who's not in the room, their list doesn't count, right? I haven't gotten any other lists. If I haven't gotten any other lists, I mean, Rich sent one. Yeah, just Rich. So everybody else, they snooze. They lose. Raiders of the Lost Ark. You're not. You're telling me that's not one of the best action movies of all time. Oh my God! Temple of Doom. Of How about Temple of Doom? No, no I consider no. it more adventure than action, though. Well, the, you get what I'm saying. The category action is action and adventure. Actions. Look at all the action. To me, it's Last Action Hero. Did you like that one? I love the last. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. But it wasn't. That wasn't known for its action sequences. I would say that was a that was a father son so, movie. So I mean, if you want to go with action, I mean, okay, no. you got to have action sequences to make a good action movie. I agree with. I'm not disagreeing when with you, you. I'm just saying when you, you guys are, when you look at Raiders of the Lost Ark, the scene where he steals the idol at the beginning and the bolt. That's one of the all time right. iconic yeah. action right. sequences okay. right. ever made. Like Everyone always action. talks about the ball rolling and running. I don't consider yeah. action. What about when he? You don't consider a huge ass ball about to crush you and you escaping it. I'm so, that's just my That's opinion. not action? What about when he's uh, going over the caravan of the Nazi vehicles and he's punching the guys out of the car, throwing them in these. Oh, that's a great action. He's scaling underneath the truck with okay. the whip. All right. Ay, ay, ay. And well, I, I think the greatest fight scene ever in the movie is in They Live with. Yes, that is. But. With, the, the, but I'm not going to sit here and say that's an action movie because yeah. it has the greatest fight scene. No, right? I agree because that's like Bullet. It has the best fight scene ever, just like Bullet has the best car chase. But that doesn't mean overall. Oh, right. So I'm not going to say it. It just has one action set piece, you know, right. pretty much. Right. Right. So, yeah. but We're, you don't hear me saying They Live is one of the greatest action movies of no, all time. No, but Raiders though. has over Multiple. and over and over has these incredible got that great sequences. scene inside of Marion's uh, bar the big gunfight scene in there you got the scene where he's chasing fighting the 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 guys in in, in the Cairo uh, market area you know, and they stop them and they all come out and a bunch of guys come the the the, the guys come out with the scimitars and they them. Well, and he, he, kills, and he just he, looks at him and he pulls out. I was going to shoot him. Yeah, okay. He shot him because he had diarrhea. See, or what about when he <laughs> when he falls into the pit of snakes oh, in the temple? Always snakes. <laughs> why did exactly. it have to be? Yeah, snakes? so that is like or the a, fight scene he had with a German mechanic, you know, by the airplane, and the, the mechanic the got him with the propeller. Yeah. There's some great action scenes. I mean, that's like there. almost nonstop. One classic sequence after another. And then when they open up the arc, you know, all those Nazis getting all, like, you know, melting and stuff. Spoiler like, alert. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Because this movie came out 20, 30, just, yeah, 30 years ago. Spoiler, yeah. just like Charlie getting the chocolate factory, you know. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, Brad, let's... Uh, Let's talk about the beer so we can wrap this sucker up okay. here. Okay, well, the first the first beer of the day is uh, Duchess de Bourgnon. Um, this, this is a sour beer. Yes, it's a Belgian top-fermented reddish-brown ale, a blend of 8 and 18 months uh, old beers following the careful maturation in oak cast serving in range from 47 to 53 degrees. Um, I thought it was um, surprisingly tasty for well, a sour Let's talk about the smell. Beer. Well, it smells like uh, acetic acid. Yeah, smells like slut. Known, yes. Yeah. Commonly known as vinegar. B- 
because of the way it's brewed, I'm sure there is a yeah. The smell is rather unappealing. Yes, the smell actually. could put you off drinking it at all. But, but if you plow through but that, it ha- does have a great flavor. Yeah, the I taste. Would, uh, I thought was I would awesome. buy this. I I'm not a beer guy, but I like this beer. Just you just recommend plugging your nose when you drink it, and it is six exactly. percent ABV, and it's not bad. And I think this is that kind of that kind of flavor goes well with certain kinds of food and not just bar food. It, it's almost, you know, because if a wine tastes like vinegar, you throw it back at the sommelier and say, what the fuck are you giving me? Um, this, surprisingly, is, is very good. Well, and it doesn't taste like vinegar. That's no, the no, funny thing. It just smells like vinegar. Yeah, it just smells yeah. like slut. Yeah. But it tastes so good. I really so good. just don't understand that commentary at all. Um, I've also tried of the goes variety we have a few of these i was able to try one um, now that's another sour beer yes the blood orange goes orange ale not as good as the belgian and it i my face almost caved in it was so sour it oh was so like it was a sour too, ball it was too sour yes, it's too sour oh, okay they don't have a good balance and I, it's surprisingly low abv of 4.2 percent which means there's more there's more uh, vinegar than there is alcohol and that could be the contributing. Well, I, I had looked at a couple of other sours, and uh, they recommended that we actually try this first. Yes. To kind of ease your way in. Right. Give you a baseline. Yes, because, uh, like you said, some of the sours are very sour, and yeah. it's not good to leap <laughs> right, right into and those. It's like right, the, on the, right. It's like those, um, like those candies. You know, a little sour is is one thing, but the super sour where you have to like go get a drink of water and brush your teeth after, um, those there's no fun in that. So yes, and uh, okay, let's just look forward next week. We have the Jungle Book opens up. Yes. That's the big movie release. Yes. Anything anybody else besides the Jungle Book is looking forward to? It was already that? available for download, but Justice League versus Teen Titans come out on DVD and Blu-ray Tuesday. And it's available on download? It's available on download. I've seen it already. Yeah, they always do the digital download first in oh, advance no, 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 of the hard copy. So I've seen it. It's very good. DC. How long is it? Yeah. Not long. Recognizable voice work? Mm-hmm. It's the same people that's been in Justice League War and uh, Throne of Atlantis. They're they're actually doing a shared universe in the animated world, too. Oh, all right. Cool. So. And, and that's the one about Raven's father that yep, is trying, trying to... Trying to Take over the world. Take over the world, yeah. All right, Brad, take it away. All right, well, you've just spent a, a large amount of time listening to the fabulous Q. The fabulous And Q. the inimitable Mark Myers. <laughs> and our man on the box, the Empire Strikes Denver. Stay on target. <laughs> and Brad Levin with This Is Comic Experience Sci-Fi. Please stop by ablesidea.com and buy some comic books. This has been the 16th episode of the Comic Experience Sci-Fi podcast. Thanks for playing. We'll see you next time. So that's a kanji clip. <laughs> <laughs>